Welcome back to the BSP Podcast. I am Brendan Petrilli. Today I'm introducing a new series for the podcast. This is going to be the Trilly in 10. This is going to be a daily show during the week. It's going to be around 10 minutes. Going to keep everybody up to date in the world of sports. Uh, now today, there's a lot to get into. We're going to try to jam pack it into about 10 minutes or so. There's We're going to get into the Sixers losing to the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, some Ben Simmons trade updates. A Sixers star battling with injuries. Eagles are set to face the Bucks this Sunday. I'll tell you how they're going to win. And I'll talk a little bit about the other games that's going on into this weekend for the NFL playoffs. Now let's go. You wonder what happened in sports today. Brandon Petrilli, he got the wave. We talking a lot with bros today. Cracking some jokes the podcast way. Goals on goals. Where homers on homers. Tutties on tutties. Got moments on moments. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into BSP. Just tune into Petrilli. Now let's start out with those Philadelphia 76ers going down and losing it at home to the Charlotte Hornets 109 to 98. Now, I mean, we can go on and on about this game here. You know, you give up Gordon Hayward 30 points, Miles Bridges 21 points, Rozier 22 points, LaMelo Ball 13. The Sixers just came out flat, and it's been a small microcosm of the whole season honestly where the Sixers are a good team. They take care of business against the awful teams. But when you face a team that has the same exact record that you do in the Charlotte Hornets, you struggle, and you struggle a lot. And it's the biggest shame because you're really just wasting Joel Embiid, putting up another night with 31 points, six boards, three assists, ninth in a row, 30-point games for Joel Embiid. I mean, the guy is just absolutely straight-up dominating, and you're just wasting it. And for a team to be 27, uh, 23 and 17, sorry that dyslexia got to me a little bit there, but to just continually to just middle along with a guy that could be the MVP, you're holding him back. You need to go, and that's where we're getting into the next thing, where Adrian Wojnarowski talks about that Rich Paul and the 76ers have gone and sat down yesterday about what can they do to move forward with this Ben Simmons situation. The biggest thing that came out of it was a chuckle from Adrian Wojnarowski when the ESPN uh, person asking in the interview, oh, what what's going on? Do we have any movement? He goes, no, no, there's no movement. Um, and the thing that's just absolutely brutal about it is you're wasting Joel Embiid. You're just going along being okay. And to give Daryl Morey a little bit of credit here, you don't want to just trade for, you know, you're, you're hearing like De'Aaron Fox, right? Or you're hearing um, Karis LeVert or um, the guy from John Collins from Atlanta. You, you can't just go and trade for these somewhat eh, guys because Ben Simmons is being a big baby. But it's starting to get to the point now where I always say at the NBA season doesn't start till Christmas. It really doesn't. The, you see so many guys sit out and rest. We're past Christmas now, and I'm starting – the seat's starting to warm up a little bit, almost uh, the all-star break now. The trade deadline's coming up in a month. And when Woj says, yeah, I don't see much movement going on in this trade scenario here for the Sixers – 
you believe you believe him. The guy's not just doing whatever agents say that some people on ESPN will do. You know, whatever the agent tells you, uh, that's what that's what you're gonna hear. Like Woj hears from multiple angles of this, and he's gonna tell you, hey, I, it doesn't sound like anything's going on, and I believe him. Now that you, you're kind of stuck in this situation, where do you go from here? Now on the flip side of it, you're trying to you're trying to put Tobias Harris in these trade offers now, which is absolutely crazy. It'd be 80 million in cap space between him and Ben Simmons. How do you find a trade partner for that? I mean, if Daryl Morey does it, he is an absolute magician, you know, and now reports coming out reports. I love how it says that people say that reports from inside the Sixers wonder who that could be, but your star player, as I said in the beginning, Tobias Harris is struggling with shoulder tendonitis. You know, if you listen to like the Farsi show that I work for every day, Mark has been saying, hey, maybe we should rest the guy. Not because he's bad, because, you know, he's getting booed, just because he's hurt. Coming back from COVID, now he's got the shoulder tendonitis that he's talking about. Maybe it's just time just to let him rest. You know, you were trying to get him in the groove. He had back-to-back 20-point games the other week. But now, I mean, you see tonight, I'm getting texts from, like, my cousins. Toby stinks, you know, blah, blah, blah. He won six for 14. Two for five from three for 17 points. I mean, you're shooting the ball for what 18 times. You can't you can't make 25 percent of your shots being paid 80 million dollars. That's just not the guy who the Sixers are paying for. And then it's just been the biggest inconsistency of the whole year is just Tobias Harris and the Sixers not willing to give up anything less than a superstar. Now you see Dame Lillard is probably out for the year getting so um surgery on his shoulder. So I mean it, it's kind of in you're in a limbo now where people want to just blow it up and start the process over again. And then other people are like just trade whoever, let's make it work with Maxi with even if Tobias stays with Joel Embiid and whoever else you can pair around him because Joel Embiid can be that superstar. Now that's where the Sixers are really questioning. Can Joel Embiid be that number one guy, or do you need to get a Bradley Beal to pair next to him? That's the big question. I think you can get those middling guys like a John Collins and a another one of those shooters that they have like Herder or Gallinari and put them with Joel Embiid. I think that would be a very good fit. You know, I put that up on my Instagram, and I had some awesome replies. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and check out the new Twitter, the BSP Podcast Twitter, and my own Twitter, at Brendan Petrelli and at BSP Podcast. To follow along, I try to put up, like, a question a day just to try to get some interaction, see what the pulse is with everybody else, you know. So make sure you go follow there, check out more. Now, my big question that I had today on Instagram and on Twitter was, how are you feeling? It's hump day now. How do you feel about the Eagles moving into the playoffs now as they are playing the number two seed and T- Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, the, the biggest thing is, are you scared of Tom Brady? We've seen the Eagles have mixed reactions with Tom over the years, and it's the playoffs now, right? You, this whole Eagles team, you weren't expecting them to get here. Nobody was. That's what the greatest part about this is. And listening to sports talk radio, you, people are kind of like, oh, you know, I need, I just need to see Jalen Hurts do okay here. Like, I don't need to see the Eagles to win. That's just soft. 
Like, why? I understand. I had very low expectations for this year. I mean, I've heard me say it on here all the time. Very low expectations for a rookie head coach. You know, pretty much rookie QB, second-year QB, new defensive coordinator. I had low expectations, too. But now that you're here, you've been able to turn around the season. Now, I don't expect them to win, where I'll give my picks a little bit uh, for the rest of these NFL playoff games coming up. But I expect you to keep it close. I expect you to be within a field goal in that last five minutes here. Give Tom Brady a run for his money. Now, my biggest question is how you're going to get to Tom Brady and not let him put up, you know, 85% completion percentage like you were giving up to the likes of Derek Carr and the such earlier in the year. But also, the Bucks have gotten healthy. Their defense has gotten healthy. You got Vita Vey. You got Jason Pierre-Paul back. You're getting your linebacker Shaq Barrett back. Maybe... Um, Devin White's back too, I believe, and maybe uh, the other linebacker, uh, Levante David. So that's a top-ranked rushing defense. And the biggest thing for the Eagles is running the football. Now, I still think they can do it. These are two different teams from when they were in the beginning of the year when they played. The Eagles only ran the ball eight times, which was absolutely absurd compared to how they've been doing first-ranked rushing offense after that all year. So I think the Eagles can still run the ball, but my biggest question is when you get to the playoffs, you can't. You you see it over the past couple years, Tennessee with Derrick Henry, right? You win a playoff game or two, but you come down to, you know, the top beating the Tom Brady's, the Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. You can't beat them running the football. You just can't because you're going to have to go and rely on your quarterback in the two-minute drill to go down and win you a football game to go and three minutes, let's let's uh, move the ball, pick up a couple first downs, throw in the ball. And that's my biggest question for Jalen Hurts now in this Eagles football team is I've seen the progressions throughout the year, and I absolutely love it. I think I, I Jalen is the guy for next year, but I'm not just saying he's got to be okay. He's got to show me that when it comes to the big moment here, you saw him kind of do it at Alabama and Oklahoma, but he got benched, you know? He got benched for Tua in the one national championship. He won one, but then he got benched the other. So, I mean, he's been in those big spots. I need to see him keep progressing in those big spots moving forward. Now, when it comes to it, my keys for the Eagles winning this football game is being able to have Nelson and Slay and Rodney McLeod and those D-backs that they have on this team, Avante Maddox, to play man-to-man defense. You can't give help in this game. You have guys where they're banged up. You got Mike Evans, who is a number one wide receiver, but after that, you're missing Godwin. You're missing Antonio Brown. You know, even Scotty Miller might not even play. You need to play one-on-one football and let your defensive line just go after it and get to Tom Brady. Now, after that, Jalen Hurts is going to have to throw the ball, and that's why I think the Eagles are going to – they aren't going to win the football game. Eh. They're going to win the football game. They're going to keep it close within the number. Eight and a half is disrespect to this Eagles football team, especially the way they've been able to control the clock in the second half of games to be able to keep it close. And even in the beginning of the year when they were getting blown out by Tampa and the Chiefs and whoever else, they were able to come back and make the games at least close. So I like the Eagles covering that eight and a half and outright winning this football game. Hey, It's the playoffs. The Eagles were an absolute joke to start the year. Everybody's laughing at them. Now look at them. You know, you get into the playoffs. You deserve the playoffs.
And here we are moving forward. We got three first-round picks next year. It's up and up for this Eagles football team, and I am excited. It, we're playing with house money. If you know anything about this Eagles football team is they love to be underdogs. You still have the guys on this team, Kelsey, Johnson, and the like. They're going to go in, and they know who they're playing. They know it's Tom Brady, and they know what they did the last time to him. Now, it's scary because Tom Brady knows what happened to him, too. He's said it multiple times. But these guys want it. They are hungry. Break off the dog mask. Let's go. Eagles football. We are winning this football game. And that's going to do it for the Trilly and 10. This is the first one of the history of the podcast. We're going to have an episode out Friday, too. I'm going to have my boss, Mark Farzetta, on. Yes, the GOAT of WIP and... 97.5, the guy has been a legend on Sports Talk Radio doing his own podcast, The Farzy Show. I've been working with him. So keep an eye out for that Friday. And also keep an eye out for, on social media for, what you know, just a little bit of interaction. I'm always asking questions, trying to see what everybody's feedback is there. Like, comment, subscribe. Go follow those pages. Go check out Mark's stuff too. Helps me out if you go check out his YouTube page at The Farzy Show. So I appreciate that a lot too. But, yeah, go check out my picks. I'll be posting them probably Friday, too, after the show with Mark. Thank you, everybody, again. This was the BSB Podcast. I'm Brennan Petrilli. Shout out to the 215 and Go Birds.